guys, and welcome back to the Culture Cafe podcast, the podcast about people living and working in Japan. We're back after an extended break. I don't know, has it been a couple weeks, three weeks? I don't know, it's been too long. Welcome back, episode 10, Pokari Sweat. How are you guys doing? That's awesome. Mitsuko, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You're laughing. I didn't know if you were talking to me or to the people. I was I was funny because you you did look like you were looking at the computer and you were wondering like wait is there something really cool like are there people going to no, say something to that wasn't me okay well it looked like it or that okay. wasn't what I was doing episode ten Pakari sweat today we're talking all about undokai undokai for those of you who do not know is sports day sports day that's right physical day physical day day to get physical. Um, before we get into that though, we just, I guess we, we should talk about some updates. There's a couple of reasons, really big reasons. And I'm sure everybody, at least in our area knows why we've been a little bit too busy to do another episode. Um, speech contest. Oh boy. I think my region was the last region in Totori to do theirs. Mine was over September 30th. I finished September 25th. And then I think the Totori side people were like the first ones to have theirs, right? Because I, I remember I remember hearing about them all talking about how their contests were over and everybody was, you know, they were applauding the winners and, you know, the people that didn't win, they were just, you know, you know hanging there. Um, but yeah, that, that was just dominating a huge portion of our life. Uh, Every day after work, had to stay until um, 5.36 to help the kids practice and stuff. Yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure for the last two months I was staying late pretty much every single day, especially the last month I wasn't getting home till about 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night, in between 6.30 and 7 at night, um, and that was a lot of work, but the it was, it was a lot of fun though, because uh, you get to spend so much time with a very small group of kids who, by the nature of the contest, do like English, otherwise they wouldn't have been competing in the English speaking contest. So they're the most fun, the ones you get to work with. I don't know if they like English so much as they're just recruited by the teachers to do it. And they, it's like, oh, what a good opportunity. Why not? Yeah, or that they happen to be good at it. Or the teachers think they have some sort of ability and they're like, I mean, you my, yeah. now step in line. Well, my kids were, some of the kids were the ones that liked English. So they were they were awesome. My my ragtag group of four, we were cool. My kids just enjoy messing around with me in English. Not in English class, in English. Like they try to use oh, English phrases in and English. stuff. Yeah, but, but you know, when I tell them, oh, we say it like this in English, or oh, this is the word for that in English, they'll remember it and stuff. Hmm. So I don't know. But anyway, next week is going to be about all about speech contests. So we're going to go over that in great detail. Uh, I got high-speed internet, Hikari Fiber, fiber optic internet in my apartment. That's Woo! exciting. Oh, I feel like I'm using the internet for the first time again. That's amazing. It's better than your one megabit bit? One megabit per one second. One megabit per second speed. Average internet. Yeah, that was... That was unbelievable. And I realize some people don't have internet anywhere, so I don't have much to complain about. But I was paying a lot for internet that I wasn't getting. So anyway, um, Guardians of the Galaxy we saw in theaters. Yes, that was did. a lot of fun. And just as as we expected, not a single laugh apart from the three of us who were in the, That's true. Who were in the movie. It was great. There was I liked it. I want to watch it again. I wouldn't I don't want to pay 
eighteen hundred yen to watch no, it again. But um, I wouldn't mind. But I would. I would like to see it again. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it when it comes out. I think it's coming out on Blu-ray in December in December? America. December. It's making a ton of money. Like they're gonna keep it in theaters until the wheels fall off on that one. Jeez. Anyway, um, what else would happen? I had an elementary school observation last week, which I wasn't really aware was going to happen. And then I had a bunch of Board of Education members and teachers from other schools just drop in on a lesson. I, and the funny thing is I knew we were going to do this lesson to that day because I had to go to a business meeting um, where we planned the lesson. And I helped come up with the idea for the, the lesson. So I, I knew the kind of gist of it and I knew the idea, but we never had another powwow in between that like three months ago time and just last week. So I mostly forgot what, what we were going to do. And then when I showed up, I went, yeah, I remember. It was about the T-shirts, color shapes, and numbers. Like, how many? And then they're like, yeah, and then all the people are going to watch. So let's do our best. And then I was just like, like, oh, you know, darn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was a little bit more upset than that. Not upset, but I was... Um, Taken was, by surprise. Yeah, I was a little bit. Um, I was worried that it wasn't going to go very well because we didn't have any time to really practice it or go over it. We just we sort of had laid out a foundation, and then you know w- without actually having like uh, you know an architect there, they're just like, yeah, okay, make make a mansion out of these piles of wood. They're like this is what you ordered, hmm. and um, but it went really well, I think, for the most part. After the end, we have to, again, have another meeting where we, it was the three of us, myself, the, the actual teacher for the fifth graders, and then the helping teacher that also sits in on the classroom. So it's three of us working together. We sat in the library, which was my first time going to the library in that school. Nice library. And they we sat on one side of a table, and then everybody else sat on the other side. So it felt very much like a tribunal, like like they were... It feels like you're in trouble when you have to sit on one side of a table and everybody sits on the other side. That's true. It's it's not a fun feeling. But then they had like a big piece of white, like it's like construction paper or like butcher paper. You want to take notes on or something? Yeah. And then, so it's divided into four sections. It's folded over twice and then twice. And then, you know, and then it's got, it's, it's supposed to be like a graph of like the right hand side was classroom issues and then the left hand side was teacher issues and then the above side was good things and the below side was bad things so it's like these four quadrants and then we had sticky notes and we put the sticky notes uh, make a comment and then we would stick them in what quadrant it belonged in whether it was a classroom related thing positive or negative or whether it was a teacher related thing positive negative and then we we had to give our opinions about it and then are just our opinions of the lesson, what we felt, if anything, good, bad, just things we noticed, things we were happy with, things we wished we could have done better. And then they all came at us and offered their opinions, good, bad, and different, anything. We just we just all talked about it. It was amazing because I was following along really well with what everyone was saying, and I was so pleased with myself. And then uh, I had to give my own reflection, and I spoke like entirely Japanese up until the very last part when I had something that I really wanted to say and I didn't want to say it in really bad, you know, like kid Japanese. And I just, because a JTE was there, one of the ones from my school was there. 
So I just said my piece in English at the very end, and then she helped translate it. But up until that point, it was all Japanese, and I was doing pretty well. I was pretty pleased with myself. But anyway, that's all last week. What's up with you? What's been going on lately with you? I don't think there's been any. Oh, Quibi got <laughs> sick. Oh, no. Um, She, uh, I came home late one day after hanging out with some friends in town. And usually Koebi eats dinner at like five o'clock. And if I'm going out for the evening, I'm not going to be there. I get, go ahead and give her uh, her dinner before I leave so she can just eat it when she gets hungry. But that particular day, she decided to not eat her food. And when I came home, she was like, hi, hi, you're home. And then, oh, mom, 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 and she ate her food. And then about 30 minutes after she ate it, she threw it all up. And the lunch bells are going off in my town right now. Um, so she threw it all up and I was like, oh no, maybe it's just too late because you ate dinner at like nine o'clock and it's kind of late. So I just cleaned it up and then I went to bed and I woke up in the morning and her face looked really weird. It was like really, really swollen. Just her face. Her face was swollen. Her eyes were like squinty and, and very tiny. And You told me she looked sad, like she, like she was well aware that something was wrong. She looked so sad. She had this miserable, like, this sucks face, or look in her face. And I was just like, oh, you poor thing. I've seen that face before, like when Chi-Chi, my chihuahua back home in America, or the family's chihuahua. Uh, she got stung by a bee once, and it was, it was so sad, but it was really cute because she just, the whole face was like just scrunched up like a lemon. You yeah. Know, just that sour puss face. Yeah. And, and she just, it's like she knew, like, this is, something's wrong. Here. Yeah. It was sad. But she got better, right? Koibi got better, yeah. I, I ended up having to take a bit of vacation time in the morning from work to take her, or my neighbor helped me take her to an animal hospital um, in a town that's close by to my house that I didn't the know. next it. town over? Yeah. Well, there's there's my town and there's Mizokuchi and then there's Kishimoto. So, but then they're like technically the same town, but people still divide them up kind of. So I wasn't like sure if I was supposed to say the next town over or the next next town over. Anyway, so I took her there. They checked her out and they're like, oh, she looks okay. I can't tell that her face is swollen. And I'm like, well, it is because I can tell. And then... Uh, we checked her for heartworm, too, because I was there. And I was like, this is important, and I don't want her to have that. And she came out okay, so we got her some medicine for that. And then we came home, and she just slept, like, all day. And then the next, or in the evening, she ate her dinner fine, and then the next day, she ate her breakfast fine. So I was like, oh, okay, she's better. You know what's funny about that is that it was almost like the vet was telling you that Koevi is ugly or fat. You bring her in with a puffy, swollen, nasty face and he goes, she looks fine to me. Yeah, he's like, I can't tell. And I'm like, you could totally tell. Like, look at her snout. It like bulges look, outwards. Look at this picture of this adorable dog that used to belong to me. <laughs> now look at this monstrosity it's become. Anyway, well, she's better. We're good. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it that have it for me. Nothing else. Just it's just speech contest. speech contest stuff. Yeah, like we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about that. That's a whole episode. Um... Oh, oh no, uh -oh. I have one more thing. Uh -oh. So I had a very, very bad accident in my house um, a couple of oh, weeks ago. Dun, it, was, dun, dun. it was really sad. So um, our, our friends of ours who have gone back to California, or not California, to Canada. Hi, Dale. Hi, David. Hello. They gave us their bikes after they left because they were like, oh, we're not going to use it. So we were just, you can have it. And we were like, okay, which is really nice because the bike that I had beforehand... 
was actually from my elementary school and it was made like like 50 years ago or something it's it's like it's like a mysterious thing there's something very fantastical about that bike because even the oldest people at your school go that bike's been here before me yeah it's really weird and I mean, that was a good bike and it was fine. It was really bumpy and it was old and clunky just, and whatever. Just old, yeah. It's old, yeah, but it, it served its purpose fine. But then Dale gave me her bike, or I think I got Dave's bike because. You got David's bike. Okay, I got Dave's bike. And um, and it when I rode it, it was really nice and really smooth. And I was like, oh, this is really good. So Joshua brought it over to my house because we had taken it to his house when I was in, or before I was in the hospital or after? While you were recovering. While I was recovering. Oh, that's right. Yeah. While you were so living at my place. It was at Joshua's house. And the only way we could get to my house was in his car. So he brought it over to my house and then he put it out in the front, which is where I, in the Gencon area. And in my Gencon, I have, or in my house, the front area, I have glass, big glass doors. And then there's the Gencon. And then there's like a little step and then more big glass doors that lead into the front room of my house. Just come over. That's what she's telling you. There come you on go. over. Yeah, and you check can check it out. So um, I leave my bike in the Gencon area, and um, that night I was installing a, a rear whoops a rear um, basket on the bike um, because I needed one. So I put it on there and blah blah blah. I fixed it and it was all good. And I was like, yay! And then I went to bed. And then in the morning, like I went to go get the bike. And then I guess the kickstand was down, but the lock on the kickstand wasn't. Because the bike just fell over into the glass doors that lead into the first room. It fell into the glass doors, which had happened to be like both or there's four glass doors and two glass doors are right and right next to each other or right in front of each other. One door right in front of the other one. Well, so they slide parallel to one another. Anybody who's lived in Japan, you know, the idea of like having four separate doors but you could slide them open and you could rearrange their orientation. So you could have it where two doors are perfectly aligned yes. with one another. And it just so happened that the two doors on the right, right side, side were aligned in such a way. And so when the bike, so when, right the bike yep, <laughs> when the bike fell over, the handle of the bike hit the glass windows, the glass doors, my bad. They hit the glass part of the doors and it went right through both of them. And it, and that, Completely Double sucked. Points. Yeah, it sucked because I usually let Koi be out in the Gankon area while I leave so she could run around and play out there. But then, and I was like, oh no, like that sucks. Well, that's okay. I'll just move like this door over here and this door over here. And then she won't see the glass. And then after I moved the doors, I was like, wait a minute, I need all four doors to keep it shut. So yeah, that's how it works. That's not going to work. And so I put, I had to leave Koi in her cage and I wrote a note to my neighbor and I was like, this happened, this happened. I'm really sorry. What do I do? I have to go to work, so I can't clean it up, and so I left. Yeah, I think I think more than oh, she can't play here anymore. <laughs> it's like the five hundred dollars yeah. might cost to replace the glass. Yeah, so well, it's already been replaced. Yeah, so my neighbor made some phone calls for me, and and the people came, took the doors away, and then they got it fixed, and I got a bill. It was and like it's the about, same day too. It was amazing. Yeah, it was like two days, and they were done. And then she said that those glass doors, you know how they're like. Not tinted, what's it called? They like have the, like that the, frosting on yeah, them. Yeah, the frost. She said that to get that effect, people have to do that by hand. So the guy who fixed my glass doors had to do that by hand to get um, that frosting. Oh, like how much extra did that cost? Like, can we just that have costed, two weird doors? No, my, my 
my landlord said he wanted that frosting on the glass of the doors. And I was like, well, that's okay. Like, that's all right. I'll pay for it. It was my fault. I should have, you know, I, I didn't realize that I didn't put the lock on the kickstand. Now I know. And I'm like, okay, definitely make sure that the lock is on the kickstand and the or bike. just try not putting our bike in front I of the I do that too. Doors. I put my bike in a place now where like it won't, if it falls, it won't hit anything that can break. So that was the my, earth. it was very, the earth. it was very sad because I was having a series of like bad luck. And then that happened, and it was oh. just, oh, boy. So last night, we were playing Mahjong. We're going to talk about sports day, but there was something very funny that happened last night. We were playing Mahjong again with our neighbors, and uh, we were talking about how this year's just been a really kind of crap year. Uh, it started off, uh, there was one good bit of fortune, which we we won't talk about here, but we had something really nice happen for us. Yay. And um, we thought, uh, okay, hold on, sorry. Let me back let me back it up. New Year's, you can get a daruma, which is a little tiny it's almost like a head shape of a doll. It's red. It's red. You could look it up. D A R U M A. Google it, check it out. Daruma. They all look the same. You're gonna get it, the one that Just we different got. Different sizes. Just different sizes, yeah. And the way it works is when you look at the pictures, you'll notice that some of them don't have an eye. And then some of them do have eyes. And some of them don't have eyes at all. And some of them don't have eyes at all. What you do is you go to your shrine, wherever you go to for your New Year's in Japan, and you buy a Dharma from the shrine. And then you make you make a wish, you make your little prayer, you hope for whatever good thing you want to happen in the year, and then the priest there, he gives he draws uh he draws you in an eye, doesn't he? But we drew our own eye in there. Oh, yeah. Well, you, he can do that. Or or when you bring it home, you make your wish. You, and then you draw the eye. And in. then you draw the eye. And then the Daruma is just kind of One like, eye. You draw one draw eye. Draw one eye. And then the Daruma, he will make your good wish. He'll make your wish happen with his Daruma powers. And then when it does happen, you're supposed to color in the other eye. And then you take it back to the shrine the next year's New Year's, where the priest will burn it and a big fire of them. And it's amazing. You got to go see that just to watch it's all It's really burn. fun, yeah. It's great. So we didn't color in the eye because it was a good thing that happened for well, Meat Skull. we colored one thing and made our wish. Well, we made the wish and colored in the eye, but we didn't fill in the other eye when your good thing happened. And then because we're like, okay, we you got a good thing. The we were sharing Dharma. And apparently Shedding. this is against Dharma rules. <laughs> it seems that way. Because after that good thing, it was bad thing, bad thing, bad thing. It, like there was just a, lots of little bad luck. Like, and then you after got hit that by good the thing. car. No, that was the thing. After that good thing, I got hit by a car. And then all the other crap that happened. And then like Quebby would escape her cage and make a mess in the room or she would just pee on the floor somewhere or she would get sick or the glass doors would break or something. So we we were talking about that last night with our neighbor and then I was like, we should have colored in the other eye as soon as the good thing happened. He's like, the Dharma is angry at you. <laughs> that explains <laughs> all of my misfortune. So we're going to color in that eye as soon as we can. Um we should just do it now. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure if it out. If I can get it. Anyway, don't worry. We'll get. We'll worry about it later. We're like, it's like almost twenty minutes in. We still haven't talked about Tokai <laughs> yet. It's. It is a great experience. Please get a Daruma. And if the, anything good happens to you, color in its eye immediately, or you will displease the Daruma. There it is, right there. We'll take a picture. Oh, she's coloring it. We're gonna color it in right over the show. 
Oh, yeah, color it in. Color it in. I'm going to take a picture for evidence. Here okay. we go. Are you going to take, take, take a picture before? I'm going to take a picture of the before. Okay, okay Dharma. Here we go. Um, it, why is my phone? The Dharma is preventing me from taking a picture of it with what? my phone. My what phone just crashed. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize, Dharma. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's try it one more time. Okay, there we go. Okay. Picture. The I'm pre Daruma eye picture, and then we're going to color it in. Okay. Match the eyes. Don't make him upset. Oh, no pressure. There we go. Okay. We are, we apologize, Daruma. Now we have to, we have to remember, we have to. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. I'm going to finish the eyeball. One eye is smaller than the other one. Okay. All right, that's pretty good. Right? Okay, now we have to. Is that pretty good? Yeah, that's great. Okay. Now we okay. have to, we have to do the clap. Okay. Take right. another picture. Sorry. Sorry, Daruma. Sorry. Sorry. I did say sorry. You did say sorry. All right. Okay. I'm right here. He can join the podcast now show he's today. in the podcast as yes, well. Yes, he is. He might have something to say. Later. Maybe. <laughs> that would be great if something really bad happened right <laughs> That would be terrible. <laughs> okay. Hello. I am Mr. Daruma. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Undokai. Let's talk about Undokai. Undokai is, as Mitsuko said earlier, sports, sports day, festival, sports or day, festival, sports festival. They call it all kinds of they things. Do. They called yours something weird. They call it. It the was like Dai the Taipei big, guy. the big sports festival. The great sport physical. Uh, yeah, day. great. Yeah. Because uh, they call it the Taikai. 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 They called it Dai Taikai. Mine. We call ours Taikai. Taiku we taikai. don't say undokai. Yeah, but it is an undokai. It is. They just say taiku taikai. So taiku I wonder if like undokai, sorry. I wonder if undokai is more like for elementary school and kindergarten and stuff. And the taiku taikai is like for junior high school but my, or above. My junior high school called it an undokai when they were referencing it. Oh, okay. I think taiku taikai sounds cool Maybe, when you print it on a flyer. Yeah, it or sounds, it's like the official name. And undokai is just the word. Well, taiku taikai sounds cooler. Like a taikai is a, like the demonstration, and taiku yeah. is like the physical 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 demonstration, demonstration. event celebration. <laughs> right? Okay. So undokai is like like literally like the sports event, you know, like yep. a sports meet. That sounds yep. sounds less, but that's like the the colloquial way they refer to it. But anyway, so there's a bunch of ways to refer to it, but it, it essentially is a, at a student-wide or the whole student body competes in a series of physical challenges for a trophy at the end for which group was the best. And um, yeah, I mean, that's really all there is to it. But it is it is pretty exciting to see because they do have some really silly things that they do for the kids. You guys have a lot of events. We didn't have as many as you. But you have a really small school. I have 60 kids at my school. Yeah. Which is probably why we couldn't do some of the things that you guys did. Yeah. But then again, like you have so little few kids that you would think that you could squeeze in a lot more events because it would go by a lot faster. Yeah, you would think that. But anyway, so some of the events are... 100 meter dashes between uh, specific groups of kids. Um, they would divide themselves up into their groups and do an entire uh, group jump rope, which was oh, which yeah. is pretty cool. We did that. I think we got close to 40 this year, the highest 
a group got maybe mm. 38, 38 jumps in. At one group, rocked a grand zero. That was pretty good. It was the <laughs> That's third, so sad. It was the third years. They couldn't even get the jump up around. It hooked someone on the legs. They didn't even get one in That's zero. Sad. Yeah, it was. there were two groups that, that got a zero. There was one that I really liked was the Mukaden. Yeah. And I've talked about this on my blog. If you... If you go to the blog and uh, read the Sports Day post, uh, I talk a little bit about what that is, and I kind of i I have a little bit of a post about why mukaden is funny in Japanese, why it's interesting. You know why, right? I get it. You yeah. get it already, yeah. right? Just because of the like. Oh, you told me too, but I get it just just from hearing the name. I was like, oh, exactly. okay. Just like if you even though you've done like a little bit of Japanese. You know Mukade, you know yes. Ekiden, and yes. you're like, you're like Mukade, ha, it makes you go, ha, you get yeah. it. Ha. ha, I get I, it. I get it, yeah. It's, it's smirt. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where you smirk and you just go, hey. It's it's not like really funny, but it's it's just, hey, tear. It's clever. It's clever, yeah. It's clever, tear. It's a little witty. Um, but that one is like a, um, it's like a three-legged race with a lot of people and it's really funny. Some of these kids, they were just, they were nailing it. Like, I've done a three-legged race before, and like, yeah, it's uh, that's doable too, people. You guys could coordinate, like, we share a leg. But like, when you've got like 10 people sharing legs, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, they're like, hut, 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 and they just, they, there was one group that was like they full were on running. running. Yeah. Of one poor group, like they just couldn't get it off the ground. Like they couldn't sink it. And it was just, it was sad. It's more sad when they like, after one group wins and one group is doing really bad, they still make and wait for the other group yeah. to finish, which is, I get it. Like, and the spirit of competition, hey, you know, like it's like cool runnings. Remember when they when the bobsled breaks at the end and they pick it up and they walk across the finish line? Did you ever see that one? No. Oh, it was a, I think it was an old Disney movie with John Candy, Jamaican bobsled team. Anyway, it was a fun movie. But the yeah, it was like that. Like you just you have to finish no matter what. Yeah. That's but some true. of the competitions it was like, well, why does these? Why do they have to finish? Like there's, they're finishing for last. Place. We had a boy at my school and he was doing one of, or everyone was doing the, what did you say? The one, one three legged? Oh, the 100 meter the dash. The 100 meter, yeah, dash. And um, everyone was going and he, he wasn't going very quickly. He was taking <laughs> his time. That's a really polite way to say it. He was briskly competing. <laughs> he, tr- uh, anyways, so. So he, he, he wasn't a runner. No. Okay. And everyone had finished. By the time everyone, even some of the slow people too, had finished, he still had to run one more lap. Oh, no. Yes. So that's, that's he was me. that slow. That was me when I was young. Oh, my God. Like, I felt so bad. Like, come on, guys. Like, okay, we're done now. You know what, you know what it is? The reason it's like, like, if I were in charge and he was still, like, one lap left to go, it's like, I'm just going to add 30 seconds to your score, and we're just going to say you did it. Yeah, right? Because when people cheer you, woo! Oh, they woo, were, too. Like, right? yeah, go, it just, go! It just feels patronizing at that yes. point. Like, I'm the only one running, guys. That, you know, boo! For last place. Pull the lettuce out from under your seats. I'm slow. Don't cheer me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's just me. I would... I would feel even dumber. Like, I felt bad for him. I would, I would him. feel bad. Like I don't cheer for those people. No. I cheer after they're done. Like, hey, yeah. good job, you did it. But like, like, 
he knows he's not fast. He knows he didn't win. I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing to make you feel better. People support you the whole way. But for me, I always felt worse when people cheered, when I was the last person to finish the mile and all that stuff. Yeah. Because like everybody, all the fast kids would be done. They'd just be sitting down and when I'm <laughs> pull up after doing my like 15 minute mile because I was slow as hell. Um I, I'm down to I could get under I can get under single digits now, but what I was really I was really slow I back did like in high school. Nine or ten um, or something. But yeah, and then everybody would get I... up and they're just Where are you come on, you can do it. And I was like, you <laughs> I was didn't make me feel better, I gotta say. It made me feel a little bit worse. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um your school. I want to talk about an event that your school had. Okay. Well first okay. Oh, you guys didn't have it, huh? Okay, so one thing that your school did differently than my school did is we only separated ourselves into two groups, an A group and a B group. Yes. And they were, uh, a, well, not A and B, but a red team and blue team. So the entire student body of like 196 kids, some kids didn't participate. Um, some of the special needs kids or the kids that had, you know, um, either they were injured and things like that. There, there were some kids yeah. that didn't have to, didn't have to compete. But for the most part, everybody did. There was only about like maybe 10 kids that didn't. Um, they separated the entire student body, so first year, second years, third years, into an, a blue group and a red group. And then amongst that, it was so it was like third years, first years, second years competing at the same time sometimes in certain events. For the jump rope, though, like I said, they did separate them by school year. Yeah. So like first years, boys, girls, second years, boys, girls, third years, boys, girls, they all competed. And... Um, and but they were still separated boys girls by what color they were. Yeah. So like each team had multiple chances to add a point to their score. Okay. But but you had a better system, and so go. My yeah. my all the kids at my school we we separated them into three different teams. There was the red team, the yellow team. Did I say yellow? The red team, the yellow team, and the white team. And um, it was more fun that way. You had more teams to cheer for of course no but but the the better thing though the thing we're forgetting okay is that the teachers all belong to a team yes that's true so i was about to say i was a part of the yellow team and then like so-and-so teacher was part of the red team and someone else osaki sensei the person i work with was part of the red team i think well, and I, but the point is that the the teachers were you had a person to root for. You had a team to root yeah. for, a color to root for, and it made it more fun to watch. It did. I liked that. Like I was asking you, like, so what team are you? Like, what team am, am I supposed yeah, the, to choose and, for? And the weeks or leading cheer up for. to it, you're like, what team are you? What co what color are you? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I have teams. And I didn't find out we had a red and a blue until the day of. And then there, none of we, all the teachers wore. We just had a brand new T-shirts for the school made. Yeah, you guys Yoku like Akachu. didn't have teams, huh? None, it was just we're watching you guys. Yeah, we're, we're making sure you're not gonna die doing this thing. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll talk about that later. But yeah, the, we were all just wearing the new school T-shirt, and we were just there for the just to cheer everybody on. I liked being a part of the team. It was I fun. liked being a part of the team when I went. To see yours, yeah, which is the first and I was one like, I "I'm saw. yellow, cheer for yellow." <laughs> yeah, um, we've never won. <laughs> each each year, even a teacher brought this up in uh, the meeting after the the sports day, like a day or two after the sports day. They had a meeting that I I ended up being there for because it wasn't held on a Friday for once, 
And so they had the meeting. They were talking about all the different events and what they could do better, if anything was wrong, and blah, blah, blah. And then one teacher was like, you know, the red team has won for like three years now. And it's always been the red team. And maybe we could divide the teams up a little better next year so that it's not a clear red team win. It's like maybe there'll be some good competition between all the teams or like it'll be real close or something. And I was like, mm, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yes, so we can actually finally win because we're losers. It almost makes it seem like, you know, like if you play dodgeball and they're like, let's pick teams. And like, I got Johnny. And like Johnny's like like the kid who's held back two years and he's like just like hulking over the rest of the kids. And it's like, well, that team's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it does feel like there are sometimes like they, the teams are a little bit unbalanced, maybe. A little bit. Well, like you had like the most athletic kids on one team. It's like, well, come on. We yeah. can't do this. We had one boy. I never knew he like could run that fast. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah. There's some kids I had my money on them. I was like, I was like, this guy's got it, and I was like, yeah, he did. And then, uh, and then in other races, I'm like, hmm, I bet, I bet this guy's the fastest. And out of nowhere, there's this kid that just like takes off, and I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah, that some of these kids were that athletic, and it's great. You never see them run; they're always sitting there not doing doing work. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you you had the you had the best event. We, we had, didn't have it. We had the. The, the tired, what like the tired taking? Tired event. takers. I'm going to call it tired Tire takers. Tired takers? Okay, so anyway, yeah. we have like a bunch of like huge like car tires or like... The first, overs- like oversized tiny, tires, the ones that maybe or like go, truck go on tires. trucks yeah. like that, not had, just regular cars. Well, no, we had, we had regular car tires too. We had the big tractor-like tires and then we had small little car tires like... Winter tires, and yeah. then we had like summer tires or yeah. whatever, you know. But you had tires of various shapes and sizes, we and did. some really big ones, and they were all colored. They were so red and blue and yellow. I think they were colored that yeah. way, right? And to to let you know what what how many points those yeah. were. So the I mean the big ones well, it was also by shape too, but because some of the shapes were a little different, right? Like like two big tires weren't exactly the same size, but they were both yellow tier tires. So it was like blue was the small points, red was medium points, and yellow was the most points. And it was literally, so the, the kids all lined up on opposite sides of the field, and then they give the little the gunfire, and then they just sprint to the middle, and they just start pulling tires and bring them to their side of the field. And it was, it was amazing. If you know the video game Pikmin, it was literally <laughs> just like watching a bunch of junior high school. It was great too because they had music playing while the like, kids were like trying was to steal the, the towers. It was music? the pirate song. While they're like trying to, this year it was different, but last year they used that it was music. the theme song from Pirates of the Caribbean, the yeah. first one. Yes. Yeah. It was so funny. It was, God, it was the best thing ever. And uh, I, remember, I have such a clear memory of that. Um, there was like one like uh, like real, and not in a derogatory way, but he was a real shrimpy kid. He was real skinny. I mean, most yeah. of them are super skinny, but he was especially scrawny. And he's he ran for a big tire because nobody else was going for it. Yeah. So he was just dragging it back. And then it was one of those hulking kids who just came up dump, 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 and just one hand took the tire and started pulling and dragging him back to the other side of the field. 
And so the kid, he tries to stand his ground. He digs his feet into the dirt and he's holding back with all his might. But this other kid is way too strong and he's just dragging this kid along with him. And then he eventually just falls on his belly because he can't can't plant his feet in the ground anymore. And this other hulking kid is just just with no problem at all, just dragging the tire and the kid attached to it. And this poor kid is just Tuskegee, <laughs> and it was just Help. great. Yeah, it was. And then all the other kids started coming, helping, and they were dragging. It's, I mean, it turns into like mini tug of war for the tires. And the best for me was there was this one boy that I didn't That's really. So fun. I didn't funny. really. I love that one. I didn't like him too much. He was the kid who made me fall off my bike and get all bruised up. Was that this year? No, that was last year. Oh. Okay. Remember that? He started you, chasing me. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah. And you, I ended up you falling. Even riding the bike. You were I was running with the bike, but he was chasing me. I laughed at you first before I said, Are you okay? You're, you're mean. like, I fell off my bike. I'm like, oh no. And then you were like, Yeah, I was walking it. And then I was like, wait, you were walking your bike and you fell off your bike. I was what? going up a weird slopey part. Anyways, so he, he ended up chasing me and I fell over. And I didn't really like him too much because he was always kind of mean in class and you would pick on kids and stuff like that too yeah that's not good so <laughs> um he he was always funny though and kind of a comic relief once in a while and i remember i was watching the kids do the practice run i think for the tire taking game tire takers. yeah tire takers and so i was watching them from the window just watching them play and huh nothing okay so i was watching them play <clears throat> and then they like they they sound off the gun, and they're like, oh, and they run, they grab the tires, and blah, blah, blah. And this one kid is like, like the same thing, pulling this giant tire to the other side because like no one else is going for it. And he's like, yeah. And then that boy that I didn't really like too much, he walked over, he just ran over, and he went, Korea! And he just grabbed it and started pulling it back. And it was so funny. And I was applauding after that, like, yeah, nicely done, man. That that game is just is ridiculously fun to watch because they they do look like the little pellets from Pikmin, which makes it they really do. really 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 funny. Because you just because like I mean, there's no, no sexism here, but the girls are smaller than the boys. They're not as you know they don't work out and stuff like that. So it takes a couple girls and and the skinny boys. It takes yeah. the skinny boys too. It takes a couple of skinny boys. Or a couple of small girls to pick up a tire, so they really do look like Pikmin picking up the little pellets, going hip 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 hip, and taking them back to their side of the thing. And it's just as cute too, just watching them. It like, is watching like the little kids, like the little first years, like like four people share like a big tire <laughs> and carry, carry it back to the, and they just have someone come and steal it and they fight for it. That's great. Oh man, I wanted to play. I wanted to be I in did that too. One. I was hoping so hard like please 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 let me please, play that please, one. Please. I want to do that. I just don't wanted, make me run. I don't want to run. I just yeah, want to do yeah, this Yeah, yeah, don't make me run. I just want to do that. Oh man, we should do that. We should have an ALT tire takers. That would pending. be fun. We'd have to find a way to get tires though. We just take them. <laughs> just take them. People leave their tires everywhere. That's true. Just take them, borrow them, leave a note. Sorry, playing tire takers patent pending. Anyway, yeah. That was a good one. Um, what other ones did you have? Did you have anything that was interesting? That was probably my favorite one. The Mukaden for me. No, we had the... Oh, goodness. I can't remember what it was called. It was called the A... Eiko... Eiko... I don't know. I'm not even going to try to remember it. But it was like... Um, 
it was like the glory bridge, I think is how it translated it into English. It doesn't have a direct the glory translation. bridge. What was that one? So the idea was that like um, the the teams, there would be one person that was nominated as the runner. And usually they picked a really small kid for the reasons you are about to find out. And the rest of the oh, team, this one. they would kneel down on the ground, like perpendicular to the direction the kid was running. Right. So he wouldn't be running across from like butt to the head. He would be running uh, sideways across them, just across their backs. So they would kneel down on the ground and they would connect themselves. So they would go one person they after would make the other. A bridge and they made a little bridge for, for the, the little for kid the runner to, yeah. to walk across. And it was like moving heavy things with logs, right? So as soon as you got the thing past one log, you took the log and you put it in front and then you could keep rolling the right. heavy object. Yeah. The kids were doing that with their bodies. Yeah. So after he walked on you, you had to get up and form the rest of the bridge in front of him. <laughs> yeah. So you had to go all the way across the field and then all the way back. And it was, yeah, that was great. I like that. It was so cute too because the little kids that were running on top of them had to wear little helmets, like yeah. football helmets. Yeah, and they, there was like this little boy. He's just so tiny. He's got this giant helmet he had, he had on his the, head. He had the big vest. And it was big... like moving around while he was running. Uh, yeah, no, that one was good. I like that one. That, that one, one was, was cute. That one was a lot of fun. I don't think we had anything else that I like particularly was super excited about. Like we had the, not the, I guess you could say the pyramid building, kind of. Pyram- okay, let's talk. Can we talk about the pyramid Yours building? Yours was scary. They're scary. Okay, here's something. Lots of kids get hurt every year during Undokai. It's like summer in California. Like some houses are going to burn. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Some kids going to get hurt. Some Yeah, some kids. Go- that should be on the poster for <laughs> Undokai. Some kids going to get hurt. <laughs> that sounds like blood sports. Um, but it's. It's intense because they they form, you know, like everybody's done like the human pyramid, right? Where you kneel down on the ground and then like another row of kids gets on top of that. And then one kid gets us. So it's only like three high. They're like doing like eight, nine, yeah. ten high kids. And then the person at the top would have to stand, stand up. up and then like they're lifting them in the air. And it's just absolutely terrifying. And my supervisor's daughter Earlier this year, she fell off her pyramid at her elementary school sports festival and broke her arm. Yep. I and, saw her in the hospital, too. Yeah. Well, you were in the hospital. She yep. came to the hospital, too, and they came it to visit so us. It was so cute because you were I like... T- I told her, I was like, hey, you guys are like the same because you had your little cast on your arm and she had hers. And she got all excited. She thought that you guys were the same. She, <laughs> that was cute. She got really excited. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It was cute. Um, it's dangerous, though. Yeah. So they... And it's only the boys that do it. So this For is, you, the boys and girls do it at my school. See, so this is one thing that I didn't like so much. Oh, yeah, and the boys take off their clothes, too. The boys take off it. their shirts. They have to show their the, sweaty because, chests because while they, they do it. they got Bruce Lee that, <laughs> that when they get up there. Um, and the girls, for me, the girls had a dance, like a traditional dance. Oh, that's that they did. right. The that's girls, what they did. The girl-only performance was a dance, and I was like, hey, now, come on. The girls can do stuff, too. Yeah, my girls do that, yeah, the pyramid and the, building and stuff. The, the boys, the boys' pyramid thing lasted a long time, it too. It took forever, and those poor kids are standing in the hot sun, not wearing shoes. They've I got. I don't mean to put him on the spot, but just because I know his name, and I, I, I love him, Takaya. He was the one that was like at the very bottom and he his whole face like like this the whole time. He just looked <laughs> so exhausted. Miserable face. Miser- uh, uh. Sweaty and miserable. Yeah. Oh. He was he's he's fun though. I love him. He's Poor a, kid. He's a great guy. 
he's one of those ones that's like he's a he's a gentle giant. He's gonna yeah. be, he's a, bigger than the rest of the kids, but he couldn't be nicer. Um, and another thing that was kind of like a boy girl, you know, a gender separation that I didn't really like when they had to do. They did the um, the student tug of war, the student body tug of war. Oh, this one! So what happened was, I mean, it was cool the way they set it up. It was, but so they um, the kids started on opposite sides of the track, and one group ran, uh, or they all ran in one direction. I think they ran clockwise. So they started in the middle, they ran clockwise. They had to run around the goalposts at the opposite ends of the field, and then they would do a circle and get to the rope. And then they would tug. But the boys had to drag tires, right. which slowed them down. Right. So the girls would be the first person to get the first people to get to the rope. And then later, when the boys made it because they had to drag these heavy tires, then the quote unquote muscle would show up. And then you you know Yeah. Like they were you know, they were slowing them down, like handicapping the boys because the boys possibly are they were stronger. Than the girls. Yeah, so there's kind of like hmm I was I mean I didn't complain, I didn't say anything, and I'm not saying anything now, but it, it is it's like I'm scratching what little chin hair I have because I haven't shaved this morning. <laughs> um but that's all I'll say on that matter. Anyway, but there's a lot of fun activities though, and it's I mean it's uh it's really exciting to to see. I wish we had been separated into teams like your teachers were because it would have made it more fun to cheer everybody on. Uh, for some, I love the relay at the end because it kind of reminds me of a little bit of like the Olympics when I get to see the kids do the baton. You know, oh, I relay. like that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got rained on during our sports day. Oh, okay, yeah. Like we had two or three more events to do after lunch and we were getting things set up and... Blah, blah, blah. We just we also do um the kids also do the Kodaiji dance that is um has been passed down in our town for five hundred years. It was like a dance that all the townspeople did to their lord when he was alive and stuff and to celebrate like please let us have a good harvest and we did such good work and blah. I, pre- I prefer saying before he was murdered. Before he was murdered. And um, since then, they've they've passed that down, and we do it at our at our summer festival in this town too. And then we also do it at the sports day. The kids go and do it and stuff. And um, so we had just done that, and we had the taiko out there, and we like just moved it to a tent thing so that it it would like stay out of the sun, be okay, and we're getting stuff ready. And then all of a sudden, there there was like a little bit of rain, and we're like, oh, it's sprinkling, like oh, that's okay, we'll still be fine. And then just. Just Japan was just like, nope, dot JPEG. And it just dropped a whole bucket of water at once, just downpoured a bunch of buckets of water on us at once. Non-stop buckets. It just downpoured. And then we were like, oh, and then we heard some thunder. (laughs) What? And then we were like, oh. (laughs) Well, because we were like, oh, it's okay. We can still do it. And then when the rain, like that kind of, oh, we were like, it's okay. We still do it. But when the rain happened, we were like, when it started to downpour, we were like, okay, well, we can't do it now. And so, you know, we decided, okay, we're going to stop it here and we'll pick it up tomorrow. Like parents and everyone who who came, please go home. Kids, go inside to the school and blah, blah, blah. And then us teachers are like trying to get things out of the way and put things away and stuff like that. And then there was thunder and then there was a lightning bolt that like struck somewhere in the forest around my town and we saw it and there was a big crackle and then us teachers were like huddling under this roof thing putting stuff away because like we couldn't 
go anywhere because we had no umbrellas or anything. And they're like, it's probably not good to walk out onto the big empty baseball field. I just, I just imagined a moment from The Simpsons where Homer was retelling a story when he was, he was locked outside of the house in the rain. He's like, grabbing a piece of sheet metal, I hid under the tallest tree I could find for shelter. <laughs> Good job, Homer. <laughs> I just imagined that for some reason. You're like, we hid under the... And in my head, I went the tallest tree that I could find. No. Using a piece of sheet metal for cover. So we had to wait there. And then another bolt of lightning struck somewhere. And then we're waiting, waiting, waiting for the rain to like, you know, to... to stop? Not stop, but to like let off a little bit. To lighten up. To lighten up. That's what I was looking for. To lighten up. Because then we were like, okay, then we could go inside. Also, I can't run. So if I have to walk through that rain, I'm going to get drenched because I can't run. I'm going to walk. So we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And then finally, we hear a message from the school. And we're like, we can't hear it. So a teacher calls. And they're like, what did, what did you say? Like, we heard something. And then they're like, yeah, the principal says to come back now. And we were like, but the rain. And so all the teachers start running back to the gym. And I'm just walking. And- at, at which point? Because you were talk- messaging me on your phone, and I brought up what I thought was a very salient point. Why could not one teacher bring, bring back a some series umbrellas. of umbrellas, nominate one person to be the official you will get wet like person? Or there were already teachers that were in the teacher's room. Why Why didn't they they ask those teachers to bring umbrellas? I don't know. I got so wet. I couldn't run. I was just walking. And then a teacher was like running. And I was like, I can't run. So I'm going to have to walk. And she's like, oh, there's no reason to run. It's okay. And I'm like, please. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, they're inside. And it's like, you got to run. We'll never make it. (laughs) But the umbrellas are in here. And you're out. I was just, I don't know. I think everybody was really just, the rain confused everybody. Rain, lightning, and thunder, yeah. Yeah. It sucked. And so ours was actually pushed to the next day on Sunday. We had half, oh, that weekend was so bad. So we had uh, Saturday was supposed to be all sports day. And then Sunday and Monday would be holidays or holidays, right? Holidays or like uh, vacation days, I guess. And um, but what happened because of the rain we had half of the day off on Saturday. We had to go in Sunday morning, do all those um, events until like the afternoon, 12, 1 o'clock or something. And then we had the rest of the half of the day, ha- the rest of that day off, the other half of that day off. But then we had an Enkai that night too. So we basically had like no weekend that weekend and I was very, very sad because I had wanted to do things and clean up and stuff and I'm like, well, I can't do anything now, guys. Yeah. It really sucked. That wasn't fun. I wasn't, yeah. But I was like kind of disappointed a bit with my sports day this year anyways. Um, I think one of the, like, or the biggest reason I think is because um, we just... kids weren't into it. Kids weren't into it. That was kind of sad. But also because um, we just changed schools and we had our new school built, which was very nice. But we don't have our own baseball field or like our own ground. You know, We, we, we have to borrow the town's tennis fields and the town's baseball field and stuff like that. And that, that kind of made me sad because I remember being at the old school and being able to watch from the teacher's room. All the kids do the stuff. And then um, I remember having the 
the event go on on that field. And then uh, the best part too is at the end when we were announcing like who won and what they would do was they would go up to the teacher's room and we, w- we would all look at the windows and I they would be like, this. here's a six. And we're like, oh, a six. Okay, okay. Like, what is that like six or is that 60 or is that 600? And they'd be like, okay, here's a two. And we're like, okay, 62, 62 points. And then they would like put up a sheet of paper and we're like, what is it? What is it? And they flip it over and we're like, 162. We're like, whoa, and stuff like that. And yeah, it they, was. They, they teased the score. They from did. The field, you could see the office where they were they were pasting the paper yeah up yeah the, on the window. Yeah, I remember that. It was and that fun. that was so fun. But we couldn't do that this year, so they just announced it. Like red team got five hundred points, and yellow team got a uh, two hundred, and white team got thirty two. And we were like, oh yay! Yeah, they need a more creative way to, to announce the score. So that was a bit sad for me too. But but. It didn't seem like my kids were having that much fun. And when I had asked them, like, are you excited? Are you, are you going to have fun? Like, can you, like, are you excited for this? And they're like, no, not really. And I was kind of sad. But one of the things that we did that you guys didn't do that I liked, even though the kids didn't look like they were having too much fun, was the folk dance that we do, the Japanese traditional folk dance that we do in my school. Okay, well, I'm sure the dance is traditional, but the reason why you just gave me air quotes (laughs) is because the song that they use for the the dance is the Do Your Ears Hang Low song. Like, do your ears hang low, do you wobble to a fro? Of course, there's Japanese... I'm just going to sing it while you're talking. Okay. There's Japanese lyrics to it, and I was like, "Hey, I know this song." And then my vice principal was like, "Oh, this this is a a Japanese traditional dance." And I was like, "Really?" He said, "Yeah, do you know it?" And I said, "Yes, I know this song." And wow, how do you know this song? Like it's a traditional song, blah blah blah. And I said, "Because we have this song in English." He said, you do? Like a traditional song? And I said, no. <laughs> it's just, do your ears hang low for a bunch of kids? And then I sang it to him. Oh, no. It's something else if you're a boy. <laughs> Re- really? Yeah. I haven't heard that. You have to tell I me later. You don't. Well, yeah, I figured that much, but okay. you have to tell me you that later. At me like, what could it possibly <laughs> no, be? No. You've got ears too. <laughs> no. So there was that song. Place ears with that, and it's way better. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We don't want to promote that on here. So I made hand gestures. Oh uh, yes, you did. So the kids danced to that, and it was like all oh, kind of cute. You know, they do the thing, and then they do another dance too, like an actual Japanese song that it was kind of poppy and cute and stuff. And I really like it. And I got all excited and made sure to record it because I wanted it on my phone and like the kids would go and dance and then they would do it a second time and they usually would ask too like anyone who wants to come and join this dance like please come and you could join too and stuff like that but they didn't say that this year but there was like a kid from somewhere who like jumped in and decided to dance with my kids and i was like good for you kid like thank you is he a young kid like a little kid? no he was like junior high kid Oh, from another school? From another school or something. What? Why was he there? Or maybe a you high school have, kid or I was something. Say, you don't have another junior high school anywhere near you. He could be like, I don't know. Exactly. He couldn't be anything. There's no junior high school near That's you. That's true. If he was like, he could be the brother. Then why isn't he at that school? Unless that was like the son of one of the teachers. Uh, and he came, you know. Anyways, so yeah. they did that dance and it was like, oh, so fun. And I liked watching them. And then the best part for me was at the end when the CD started to skip. 
And so the kids are dancing and they're getting to the end. They're like, yeah, almost done. And then the CD skips and goes backwards to this earlier part. And the kids stop and they're like, what What do we do? And then two kids were like, well, might as well just pick it up. And they start dancing again. So everyone started dancing again. We're like, yeah, we're all laughing. And then they get to the end again. And then the CD skips again to before. And the kids just went, no. And there was one kid that like, like, how do you explain this? Like put his hands on his head and like crouch down on the ground like, no, it was so funny. All is lost. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Moyada, I heard some of them say. That's funny. See, okay, now I'm going to step in right here because there were a couple of things you brought up that were definitely things that I noticed as well during mine. I asked all my kids in the weeks leading up to it, hey, are you guys looking forward to it? Because everybody had to practice all the routines, especially the death-defying stunts (laughs) that the boys are subjected to. I swear, like, I I don't want to put pictures on up online because i'd have to blur like a hundred faces you just put little watermelons all over everyone's face uh, but like there's one the pyramid of the watermelon one thing boys. where the boys had to like lean forward like leaning on the legs of the oh, other boys yeah leaning. it was just everything was really dangerous looking but anyway um they had to practice a lot for it so i had plenty of time to ask a bunch of my kids hey you looking forward bunch. to it and most of them said no 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 not, not really. really and then after it was over though I talked to them about it again. I was like, hey, that was pretty exciting. That was fun. And then, like, a lot of the responses were like, hmm, like, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, it was, right? And I think the thing is, one of the things that I noticed, and I I've, I've wrote about this, too, um, on the blog, is that you, I think what happens is, when you're at that age, it's really hard to just, it's it's much easier. The path of least resistance is hmm. to just be, uh, everything yeah. sucks, yeah. right? That's just that's what you're supposed to be like when you're 13, 14, yeah. right? Everything sucks. But then when you actually have fun, it's also hard to admit that you did. Yeah, you know, because like it's the cool thing to do is just hate everything. No one could hurt me. I hate everything. Yeah, you can't hurt my feelings. I have none. <laughs> uh, that's so, true. So. I noticed though that some of them like yeah I know you guys had fun like even if they if they said they had a little fun it's kind of like yeah they had a lot of fun and I think for the people who are real adamant about it not being fun at all I think what happens is that they don't realize and they will not realize until much later in their lives how how awesome or how amazing an event it was that they everybody did something together, they competed together, whether they won, lost, or you know whatever happened in between, that they all did something together as a school. It was it's very much a community exercise. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that we never had when we were growing up. And while I was watching it, as much as I would have been horribly embarrassed by being made to run because I would have been that kid. i would have been that guy and yeah you can do it it's like just putting my hand up with a gesture at everybody like to tell them you know to mm. we had kids who did that too who they they finished last sorry i'm gonna cut it real quick they finished last and as they were running you know they're tired they're not having fun but then we'd be like yeah you're at the end and they put their hands up and be like yeah and they started running with their hands up like i'm the biggest winner you know yeah no and see it's the thing is that like um the the 
I think for for young kids, the hardest thing to do is to have fun. Like they they think like you, everything is just can't be fun. You know what I mean? And you you surprise them, and they have fun in in. Often at times when they they don't know that they were going to be having fun, and they're probably not going to realize it until way later when they're way older and things slowly stop being fun. You know when like life gets very serious and they they you know have lots of things to worry about and they can't have those kinds of things anymore. But um, yeah, it's it's it was so interesting to to see that change in their um in their opinions. And yeah, there's some people that still don't like it, and there were some people that that were kind of looking forward to it. So there's, there's all that, um, you know, there was that middle ground as well. But I think for the most part, most part, people weren't looking forward to it. And then after it was over, they kind of had a good time. There was a one little story that I wanted to mention. Um, she was trying to climb out of a cage. She's okay. Yeah, but so she was when trying. We, when we went to the Enkai afterwards, because I, I think that was one of the ones that I thought I should probably go to this one. Because it was like something that all the teachers participated in, yeah. and like everybody we was had going. Really good food. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. A lot of the teachers were like crying when they were. Re- oh, that's re- right. Reflecting about uh, the day, but there was there was one story that made me want to get, stand up and give a speech. They don't really ask me to give speeches anymore. Not since like the first time I showed up. Oh, you're but, lucky. But I yeah. Um, <laughs> but they they asked me, or I'm sorry, they. Uh, they were talking about how one boy he pulled i'm going to say his groin he really sprained himself really bad he pulled the muscle and he's got crutches right now he he can't really walk without them um and he was at the hospital and a couple of boys went with him and uh at first i thought he passed out we had one girl that i think uh busted her arm and she was competing in a cast yeah um which was sad and then there was that boy who pulled a muscle. And uh, at the Enkai, they were telling us about how the other boys at the, uh, while they were there in the hospital and they were talking to the teacher and the doctor was telling them what was going on. They asked like, will he be able to walk again? And the teacher, it's like hit him over the head. He's like, don't say that. Like, he's fine. But then while he was telling that story, like all the teachers were getting real emotional because they, they could see how much the those boys like cared about one another yeah and it is like i said you know those that kind of an event i think is it makes you it, it bonds you it, yeah it, it, it builds it, a bond it puts or... people together and yeah. it, it creates bonds you know and even if you're not good and you can't compete and you know yeah you know you don't want to lose and you know there's going to be those kids that are really competitive and that's kind of why I shied away from competitive sports and stuff because I just hated the kids that got mad at people that weren't good enough, that couldn't win, stuff like that. I'm like, oh, we were supposed to be having fun. But, you, I mean, there is that sense, you know, that there is that bonding that goes on between it, uh, between all the students and things like that. And I just, yeah, I really thought that was worth pointing out. It was, that's one of the things that I wish that, you know, that we sort of had those kinds of moments. Because those, like I said, those kids are just, they will remember that. Yeah. You know, everybody's going to recall their sports day. And I got so sad during the end of the, by the end of the day, because I realized that, you know, like the, my third years are, they're going to be gone, you know, next April. Oh, that bummed me out. And then I realized like, I'm going to be gone like 
forever yeah. one day and I'm not going to see any of them again. And I was, and I just kind of made myself really, really depressed by the end <laughs> of the day. And I was, I was having fun and I thought it was cool and it was exciting to see them all compete. And then by the end of the day, I was just bumming. And then when they were, <laughs> when we were at the Enkai, I wanted to give them that whole speech. I wanted to tell them that, you know, I, I don't think, uh, I think this is something that's, you know, it's really special. It's very Japanese and we don't have anything like this where I grew up. We never did anything like this. And I think you could really tell that the kids, you know, as, for as much as they didn't probably weren't so interested in it in the beginning, after it happens, they kind of, they get it. They realize that, you know, at, at the very least it's, it's fun. Even if they're not taking it seriously, that's fine. They're, they're having a little bit of fun, Yeah. you know, and I think it's, I think they need more of that. They need to have more fun, and it, it's I a told time you, for them to be kids. Like my opinion, I say I that. Oh, hold on, let me start over. I told you that I think the kids should be able to run the whole event themselves, even make up, you know, the events that they do. Yeah, like, they should. I think they should be able to control, have more control over the events. I think so because the kids have to read scripts and stuff, and it's like, oh, he's going fast. Oh, he's going fast. Oh, do your best. Oh, do your best. Oh, yellow team, do your best. Oh, oh yellow team. And I'm like, you guys are just reading from the paper. It doesn't sound like you're excited at all about what's going on. Yeah. But to each their own. It would be nice though, if the kids were able to play, because then they would be really excited about participating they in the would, events. Because they'd be able to able, make up their own stuff. If they were able to plan their own events. And yeah. of course, you know, they'd have to be approved to the staff and stuff like that. Right. But at the very least, they could come up with some ideas. Yeah. And something's going to get through. Not everything, of course, but they'll have something fun that they, they've decided that they wanted to do on their own. Anyway. Yeah, that's 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 sports festival. We want to take. Do you want to take a Pocari yeah. sweat break? I was gonna ask you like when we're allowed to drink them. No, we okay. Let's crack them open. So go ahead and. So what is Pocari sweat, Mitsuko? I haven't drank it in so long. I don't remember. I I vaguely remember it being a salty-ish drink. I vaguely remember it being gross. <sighs> it's hard. Let's to read. Can we read the label? Pocari Sweat is a healthy beverage that smoothly supplies the lost water and electrolytes during perspiration with the appropriate density and electrolytes close to that of human body fluid. It can easily be absorbed into the body. Oh, that's not so bad. That makes it sound gross, though. But But at least it's not, you know, English. Yeah. Um, so the idea of Pocari Sweat, it's kind of like Gatorade without the Gatorade. like lemon. (laughs) Smell it. Oh, it's a little lemony. Doesn't it? Lemony, yeah. I haven't. Okay. I haven't drank it in so long. We got bottoms up. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Pocari sweat. You know what it is? Mm. If they called it like Pocari peach, it probably would taste better. No, it tastes like lemon, man. Oh. I'm not saying that it actually has to taste like peach. Oh, but because our it's minds would think sweat. it tasted good. Yeah, yeah. Pocari sweat. Like when I get the salty flavor in my mouth, I think of like when I'm running and sweat drips into my mouth <laughs> and I just kind of drink it. I'm drinking my own sweat. That's what this tastes like. It's eels. I'm going in for a second one. I think though it actually like on a hot summer day, if they were to give you this, you would appreciate it and like it more because I remember drinking this when it was hot during the summer. 
and I liked it. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And I drank it. Now that it's cold and cool and I don't need all the well, ions and electrolytes and blah. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's good if you're like actually doing something right. athletic and physical. Yeah, yeah. Right now is probably not the best time to drink it. But it was Undokai. Undokai. So we had to drink a sports drink because that's kind of what it is. It's like a sports drink. It replenishes those electrolytes that everybody knows about. Remember that was at Idiocracy? It's got electrolytes and stuff. You don't get it? No? You no. don't remember that? Oh, anyway. Out there, you guys probably get it if you've seen that movie. <laughs> I don't remember. There's the future where everybody's dumb, and they, they're watering oh, the plants okay, with okay, Gatorade. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Like, Why? Because yeah. it's got electrolytes and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember. So, yeah. that was. <laughs> every time I drink something that has electrolytes, I think, it's got electrolytes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, this is gross. I don't like these. I like I'm, water. I'm done drinking my Pokari sweat. Maybe we'll finish it on a hot summer day. And maybe my drain will finish it. No, that's bad. Okay, maybe it. my plants will finish it. Then they'll die because it's got <laughs> electrolytes and stuff. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was that's a, that's sports festival. I wanted to throw out a musical recommendation if I could. I know I didn't do one last time, so this week... Um, one thing that uh, came out this year, uh, Morgan Kibbe, who goes by the artist name of White Sea, put out an album in Cold Blood earlier this year. Yeah, so he killed someone and then put the album out. Yeah, so <laughs> the name of the album is In Cold Blood, and Morgan <laughs> Kibbe is a girl. So oh, my bad. She good, killed someone. Good job. I didn't know Morgan could be a boy name. It's yeah, but Morgan Kibbe is a girl. So anyway, she's a lady. So White Sea, that's what she uh that's her artist name. She goes by White Sea in her solo ventures. She has worked uh as a part of the Romanovs, another band uh that you should check out, and M83, a band you should definitely check out if you do not know of them or have not heard of them, but I suspect most of you have. Uh she worked on uh Saturdays Equals Youth and I think another album of his, but especially on Saturdays Equals Youth, she co-wrote a uh, few songs, including Kim and Jesse, give that song a listen to. Those drippy synths and shoegaze are so delicious. Um, yeah, uh, you definitely want to check that out. So her solo album, In Cold Blood, it's got less of the shoegaze that you're going to get out of M83, but it still has all that delicious synth. It's got a lot of that going on. There's plenty of room in there for the synth. It's a little bit more... Uh, has a little bit, I mean, it's still pop inclined, but like I said, it's less of the shoegaze variety. I've definitely been, uh, it's been seeing a little bit more rotation. Uh, the first listen through the title track, uh, they don't know, uh, was, uh, was one that I really, really, really was into. And, uh, as I, as I went through it, there were, there were actually a, a bunch of songs on the album that I, I found pretty enjoyable. And I can kind of go through the whole thing pretty comfortably and listen to the whole thing. There's not so many things I want to skip. I think it's top heavy. Mm-hmm. I think it gets weaker as it goes to the end. But um, definitely the opening first few tracks, they don't know Prague, Future Husbands, Past Lives, uh, Warsaw. Those, those are pretty awesome. They Don't Know was a song that I listened to. The reason I bring that up today and why it's my musical recommendation for today is that um as i was watching uh undokai i i had things rolling in my head i always imagine like 
things as though they were movies or films and things like that. And then later on when I was playing this song as I was driving to the Enkai, it was just a perfect song to match all the moments of the Enkai. Um, if you listen to the song and you've seen an Enkai, or I'm sorry, uh, you've Undokai, seen an Enkai. If you've if if you listen to the song and if you've been to an Undokai and if you've seen one, I'm sure you will be able to imagine like the slow motion displays of athleticism, people running and jumping across things, dashing through finish lines. It kind of has that flavor. F- for me and I, it was it was a really fun song and it was uh i just had it on loop when i was going to the undo or the enkai too many kais um that's uh that's what i got for today do you have any closing remarks so definitely check it out morgan kibbe she goes by white sea the album is called in cold blood check out they don't know that's my musical recommendation for this week we filled in the eye of the Dharma. Hopefully he will smile upon us with great fortune mm-hmm. until the end of the year Please. when we will throw him into a pile of other Dharma so and he may burn and set him free. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I think that's it for me. You got I'm that? Good. That's it? You're I'm good. I'm good. You're done? I'm done. Man. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that's what you, cool. What you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we've got uh, speech contest. Yes. So that's... That's a big topic, and um, we want your input. So as always, if uh, you guys have any questions, you have any comments, if you want to be featured on the show, if you want to contribute something, if you've got a story that you just want me to read out over the show, or if you've got anything you want to say, please send us an email to culturecafecast at gmail.com. And as always, you can check out the blog, theaeroplaneoverthesea.blogspot.com for show notes on all the episodes that we do. You could also read about my silly adventures in Japan. I post from time to time about things. Mitsuko, you've got your own blog. This is where you plug your blog. Yeah, but mine doesn't have anything interesting on it. It's just my own life. <laughs> Check it out for non-interesting things. Chichai, C-H-I... C C H I dot blogspot.com. Chichai, those two C's, right? C H I C C H I dot B L O G S P O T dot No, no, no. C H I C C H A I. Chichai. C H I C C H A I. A I dot blogspot.com. Yeah, check it out. Check that out. I'm also on Instagram. You could find me there. Uh, the mission i'll put up some links and stuff for that you can check out the show on itunes as well we'll have links on the blog make sure to check that out it's up on soundcloud if you're not into the whole itunes thing there's all kinds of ways to get in on the show so until then make sure to write think of something interesting have fun in japan and we'll see you guys next time <laughs> Bye-bye. bye this show is not sponsored by the jet program The opinions expressed are those of their respective owners and do not reflect the views of the program as a whole.